Welcome to the Highlands Podcast. We are in season two, and uh, Candy, thank you for being with us today. Thank you you're for actually, having you're me. You're actually the one <laughs> who got this going. I'm excited about you being on the episode today because normally you're behind the camera. Yes, today we and pulled I like it you. though. And now you talk. I'm like, oh, now I'm in front of the camera. <laughs> Today we pulled you in front of the camera, which is where you need to be. And uh, so I'm grateful for you and grateful for our team putting this together. If you can remember, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel for uh, monthly episodes and also uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts and share that with a friend. Leave a review for us. It helps us get the word out. And we're trying to just get God's word to as many people as we can. Well, today we are looking at uh, part one of our discipleship pathway mm -hmm. here at the Highlands. And so we are pastors at a church called the Highlands in Palmdale. And uh, many of our viewers are part of our church here. and We love them dearly. And so last year we unveiled a new discipleship pathway because, you know, we get questions all the yeah. time about, well, how do I grow? How do I, what's the next steps? And so we're going to talk through step number one, which is actually what you oversee, mm -hmm. which is connect. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. But before uh, we jump in, people might be wondering, well, what in the world does pastor do, <laughs> you know, and what does a connect pastor do? So tell yeah. us a little bit about what you do. All right. So I am the connect pastor. Okay. Um, and I started working here at the Highlands last September, Okay. but I don't know if I actually had a title yeah, <laughs> and I'm not about like titles sure, and everything. Sure, so I was sure. like, eh, so, yeah. but then I started full time in, in December and okay. we went through the whole yeah. um, restructuring and organizational changes. And so now I'm the Connect Pastor, yeah. and which means, you know, everything that happens in our services, right. um, all our production, our worship team, I kind of oversee okay. all of that, yeah. um, which never in a million years did I think <laughs> sure. I was going to be in this place at this time. Yeah. So. What's amazing, Candy, and you've been with our team for about a year and a half as of this mm -hmm. recording, and what I love about it is that it was your heart that drew our team to even notice you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you and your husband and had started coming to our church for a little while. And I think you were commuting for a while, for a season to a, a church. Um, and mm -hmm. so you wanted a more local church. Your kids were growing mm -hmm. up and so forth. And you're, it was just your heart that, uh, like you said, you weren't serving for a title. Uh, and what's interesting is you actually, we interviewed for one position and then you got hired for a different position. Mm -hmm. But actually when I look mm -hmm. back, I'm like, man, it was the Lord's plan to put you in this role mm -hmm. as opposed to another role. And yeah. so I just love that. Yeah, and, so, and that was actually a, pretty difficult season sure. for me yeah. Um, because I, you know, you, you guys were hiring for something else and yeah. I was like, you know what, let me turn yeah. in my resume for this. Yeah. Yeah. And God told me to do it. I was like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to obey. Um, because I had always yeah. been serving in the church, right. volunteering yeah. outside jobs, but I was always in church. Yeah. Yeah. And when that came along, I just felt it in my heart to do it. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to send yeah. it. And then I got a rejection. <laughs> um, and it Shame didn't, on us. <laughs> and it didn't come to pass. And, sure. and I was like, God, like, yeah. you told me to do this. Right. Yeah. And then I, and then they said, no, yeah. you know, like, right. yeah. so then this is not my calling. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it yeah. was, a, it was a very difficult time. And, and I remember yeah. um, I was listening to Christine Kane okay. and she was talking that week, it was, I think it was the hardest week for me. And mm. I was just listening to one of her devotionals. Yeah. And she was talking, and now I even forget like mm -hmm. what verse it was, but yeah. of the disciples on a ship. And they were saying, you know, mm -hmm. instead of taking them out, like stay on the ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stay on the ship. Yeah. And that, that, uh, I, that resounded with me because yeah. I was at a moment where I was deciding, do I leave now? Mm, because yeah. 
I've been now they know sure. <laughs> that yeah. I, I really, yeah. I was desiring this and, sure. and they said, no, Right. am I still going to belong mm, at the church? Wow. Yeah. And God said, stay on the chip, no, that's good. like stay. That's and good. I was like, okay, I'm going to stay. And gosh, I think it was what, six months later, Right. Yeah. Uh, whole six months. So I was like, okay, God, I'm going to stay. I'm going to keep serving. I didn't stop serving because I yeah. knew God said, no, you're going to stay. You're going to keep serving where you are. Yeah. And, you know. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay. And yeah, no, I, I love that. Six months and later. <laughs> I, I wasn't intending this to be in yeah. our conversation, but I love it because Mandy and I did our previous episode mm-hmm. and we were talking through uh, the launch of Un- Unhindered, mm-hmm. the book of Acts, the devotional I wrote, mm-hmm. but she actually brought up church hurt mm-hmm. of, of, and that was kind of a, a woven into our conversation. And what's interesting is that people in your position mm-hmm. could have just walked away yeah. and said, I got church hurt. Yeah. And I, I did this. God told me to. They rejected me, so now I'm hurt. But mm-hmm. what I love that you did that I don't think many people do in those situations is you stayed mm-hmm. and you were you were serving. You were like, okay, Lord, because so I believe the Lord did tell you to turn that resume in. Mm-hmm. But, but as we see back, look mm-hmm. back now, it wasn't for that position. Yeah, and it wasn't that you couldn't do that position. It was that He was setting you up for a, a better position that would more encompass your giftings. Mm-hmm. And so I think that. Um, if can you imagine if you wouldn't have stayed? <laughs> if you're like, you know, mm-hmm. your husband, like, let's get mm-hmm. out of here. This church sucks. <laughs> you know, like they said no, they rejected me. Yeah. Then we'd be missing out on so many blessings. Mm. And so, anyway, I'm, thank you for staying. Yeah, even in the midst yeah. of a no. So, yeah, um, that was hard, but you know, I yeah. was like, and bringing back church hurt. I think people tend to do that. Like yeah. you, if you keep that in yeah. your heart and it's true. It, it'll harden you towards yeah. church, yeah. you know? And, and yeah. I don't think we do what we do f- to be seen or, right. you know, like right. if God has us here and he has a calling, like, that's right. Okay. No matter if you're getting hurt somewhere, yeah. you need to stay in the path that God has. For I you, think that's so, so good. Yeah. I think that's so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know why church has happened these first two episodes, <laughs> but uh, there's I think there's a reason for that. Yes. And and actually, I'm glad we're talking about it because the focus of today's episode is really about the church. Mm-hmm. So our discipleship pathway here at the Highlands is that uh, we believe every follower of Jesus should follow three steps every week. They should connect in with their church through a yeah. weekly service. They should grow in their faith, whether that's through their own daily Bible reading, through a life group, uh, recovery class, discipleship mm-hmm. class. And then we don't just, you know, learn and sit. We actually want to go make an impact. Mm-hmm. So we want to make a difference. And mm-hmm. so connect, grow, impact. You're overseeing a, a large part of our mission, yeah. which is connect. And so can you just talk about that for a moment of uh, maybe your experience with church? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, what does that mean to connect in with your church yeah. weekly? Like, why is that important? And let's yeah. just kind of talk about that. Yeah. Um, we can't do life alone. Okay. And, you know, and we, I think our... And I was thinking back through all of this, like Connect, Grow, Impact. Yeah. We need all three. We do. Like we do. You, and yeah. I was li- listening to your message from, mm-hmm. um, I think, the beginning of January. Yeah. Um, I was out of town, but I listened to it. <laughs> Look at you. Um, all right. And just in that Connect, Grow, Impact, like if you're not connecting, like yeah. you're missing out yeah. on the community, yeah. right? You're missing right. out on um, building friendships and yeah. relationships yeah. and it's easy, especially in, like in our church. Right. We're a bigger church. Right. So easy to come in yeah. and leave. Yeah, it is. Right? It come is. in yeah. and leave. Yeah. Um, which, again, hand in hand with growing and impacting. Right, right. It goes hand in hand because yeah. hand you're connecting. Yeah. Then you're going to go into a class, a support class or whatever you're growing. Yeah. Right? right. And right. then you're impacting, you're volunteering, you're serving. Right. Um, but I think it's very important to come and be in like a corporate setting, yeah. worship together, yeah. the, you know. 
I think it's good. Yeah. I think in that message, it was, I asked our church, does anybody know your name? Because mm-hmm. like you said, in our larger mm-hmm. church, it's easy to almost treat it as like a drive through. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to drive yeah. through, worship, and get yeah. my word on, and I'm out of here. Yeah. But, That's one of the things I loved about coming yeah. to this church. Okay. I, we started coming like during the COVID right, times. Right, right. But I love seeing all the pastors okay. always saying hi to yeah, you, yeah, like knowing yeah. who you are. And I actually was talking to someone a few weeks back, and mm-hmm. they mentioned they decided to stay at the church they were new. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned, you know, the first week that we came, mm-hmm. the Jeremy, which mm-hmm. is the lead mm-hmm. pastor, he's, he's like, um, Jeremy said hi to us. And then the next week, he asked us specific questions mm. of what we had talked about mm. the week before. And I'll, and he, and they're like, after that, we decided to stay. Mm. And, yeah. you know, we, I think it's important to yeah. connect. And I think the growth in our church has been impacted because of the, the connecting and the yeah. pastors always yeah. being, you know, available. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, in our last episode with Mandy, we were talking about the church is uniquely designed mm-hmm. and situated to be like a, a not we say lighthouse for the world, but really we can even maybe say even somewhat of an organization that brings unity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to bring unity when you're not connected. We're not here. <laughs> you know, I know it's hard to yeah. know people's names if you're never around. Yeah. And yeah. so I love that. So you, part of your role is really to create these spaces mm-hmm. every week mm-hmm. that people can feel safe yeah. and connected in. Yeah. And so I love that. And so what let's let's talk about the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. So what happens when someone disconnects mm-hmm. from community? Because really, if you're not plugging in weekly to a church, then you're pulling away. Yeah. And essentially, if you're not connecting, then you're disconnecting. Yeah. So what are some things that would happen when someone disconnects? Yeah. Well, there's loneliness, okay. right? Depression. Yeah. yeah. And I think that happened a lot. I was talking to my husband the other day and I was like, you know what? COVID honestly taught us to that we can't be alone. Mm. We can't do life alone. Yeah. Like that was so impactful, I think, yeah. for people. Like you had to be isolated. Yeah. You know, depression rose, <laughs> you know, through the roof yeah. because you were alone. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I really think that it's it's important. And the word of God says in Psalm 133, right? How delightfully good mm. when brothers live together in That's unity, good. That's right? Good. Yeah. In Romans, now we have many parts in one body and all the parts do not have the same function in the same way. We who are who are many are one body in Christ mm. and individual, individually members of one another. Yeah. In Hebrews, it says, and let us consider one another in order to provide love and good works, not neglecting to gather together, mm-hmm. right? It's. I think it's very important to mm-hmm. gather together mm-hmm. and... Not just do church right. at home. Yeah. And I know, yeah. I no, think right. we've mentioned before, yeah. like, hey, you're watching online. Right. And, and that's important because we have a lot of people that watch online. Right. Right. Um, you know, I see the numbers. Sure. We have like 150 families watching online, which okay. is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I, I don't think it compares yeah, to right. actually being in community with yeah. each other. Yeah. So There's I think something that's about, you know, and I've had people say, well, I can go worship the Lord fishing yeah. or I can go worship the Lord in my home or, yeah. or it's maybe not as important. What's mm-hmm. more important is fellowship mm-hmm. or, or, and they kind of substitute. But one example is a, a recent Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was during one of the 10 or maybe 11 third services worship was, and the world would say would was electric, mm. but we would say it was really Holy Spirit anointed. Yeah. And that's hard to see through a camera right. or that's hard to experience. Unless online. you're engaging. Yeah. And so it's it's really hard to kind of experience those moments yeah. until you're with and there's something about worshiping 
people together. Like yeah. you, th- you mentioned loneliness. And so I think of like mm-hmm. Elijah. Mm-hmm. So Elijah goes under this tree and he's like, God, I'm the only one <laughs> serving the serving you. How in the world? And yeah. God's like, actually, no, there's hundreds of people. <laughs> like yeah. you just didn't know. And I feel like that's how people who disconnect, mm-hmm. they're like, God, this is so hard. And it's like, well, there's hundreds of people here serving and worshiping. Yeah. Like that's good for your soul. Yeah. And so what would you say for the person who's like, eh, I don't know, maybe I'll go when I can, or mm-hmm. it's just not as important. How would you encourage yeah. them? I mean, I think it it's taking those small steps. Okay. You know, if you're watching online all yeah. the time, sure. come one Sunday a month. Yeah. You know, take yeah. that small step of yeah. going on, you know, and we, when wear I grew your, up. Wear your pajamas. Yes. <laughs> maybe not. We don't no, judge. <laughs> uh, come make, sure they match. No, make sure they um, match. Make sure they match. No, I mean, I grew up going to church. Yeah. You know, my parents okay. took us to church all the yeah, time. and. And it just, it makes me sad to think that a lot of the people that I grew up with yeah. are not in church. And God, I just I think, know. you know, I thank God that we we stayed rooted in yeah. the church and in a church family. And yeah. that's honestly because of my parents, yeah. you know, and if you have kids out there and, and that's how we're raising our kids, like we're. Sunday is church yeah. church day, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't let your teenager say, I don't want to go. I know. Because yeah. you're the parent, not yeah. them. I agree. Um, I agree. Parenting heck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. Um, but, you know, we grew up, my family and I, in church. Yeah, and always, you know, serving and attending. <laughs> we it, we went, we were in a Baptist church. Can I say that? Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> and we were there all the time, Yeah, all the time. And I just think God. Sunday morning, God, Sunday night, oh, Wednesday night. We were there the whole Sunday. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, prayer mm-hmm. and service Wednesday, mm-hmm. prayer at 6 a.m. Sun- we used yeah. to go at 6 a.m. Yeah. Saturday morning prayer. Wow. Every Saturday. Okay. And then we would stay to clean. at nine, so, okay. <laughs> but, I got some extra sleep. Okay, I'm not, don't tell anybody, but I would sometimes fall asleep <laughs> praying on the bench. <laughs> um, uh, but I think that um, habit, if yeah, I could say it that it way, yeah. uh, was instilled by our parents. You Let's know? talk about that for a moment so. because I think we have a lot of families mm-hmm. that are in our church that are watching that I don't understand and I don't mean this like rudely or judgmentally, but I don't understand parents who who are Christians, mm. but they don't instill that habit mm-hmm. in their kids. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's because I I've thought okay, if your kids don't go to church while they're in your house, what makes you think they're going to go to church when they're out when of your house? house? Yeah, and we have to help our kids establish. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where you know, uh, like our girls are like we were out of town this week, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Valerie was like, dad, and I had to convince her because it was her birthday this week. And so I'm like, I had to bribe her with a couple of things. But she was like, dad, but we have to be back in time for Wednesday night church because yeah. she was serving and she didn't want to miss small groups because mm-hmm. they do small groups on Wednesday. And she's she just turned 14. Mm-hmm. And I love that in her of like church is a priority. Yeah. And they're teenagers. Yeah. And like 16 year olds, the same. Like yeah. they love and they're here all day, you know, similar to your kids. Like mm-hmm. they're here like, and they're serving, they're going. And, yeah. and we, I... I, I don't think I will ever regret. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I know I'm not going to regret yeah. that my kids were in church. Yeah. Like, I don't re- regret being in church. You don't yeah. regret being in church. And I think that it's like, you know, some parents are like, well, it's too much, whatever. I'm like, yeah. too much in the I house mean, of the Lord. I mean, some of my like, best memories yeah. were growing. And, and like I said, we went to yeah. church all the yeah. time. My mom cleaned the church. Was, <laughs> and I would go out and play yeah. out in the yard yeah, at some the church. Of, some and, of the best memories. Yeah. And even now with my own kids, like, I have pictures of them. Little, you know, because yeah. we were part of a church plant. Yeah. So we would have to be at church at 6 a.m. Yeah. And Daniel was coming along with us. Yeah, you know, he's awesome. a little kid. Yeah. He would go to camps with us. And yeah. um, 
I think that's one of the big things. Like, don't make it. Um, yeah. That's good. How do I say a requirement? Right. Like, oh, I'm pushing right. you to do it because then they're going to reject exactly. it and they're not going to come. Right. But you do it as a family yeah. and say, hey, Sunday we're going to church yeah. as a family instead of, no, we have to go to and church. We, we, you know, we like, normalize it. Yes, like, this is what we thing. do as a family. Yeah. Even like, when we go on vacation yeah, and there's a church true. around we us, we'll go. We do too. We'll search for a church yep. and, hey, this one's close to us. We'll yep. go to a church. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I think it has. It needs to become part of your life and yeah. part of your kid's life. I agree. In order for them not to hate it. I know. Right? Yeah. No, and okay. and even just now, like, my kids love church. Yeah. They love being here. Right. You know? And, no, and so I really hope that, like you said, I won't regret yeah. coming yeah. to church yeah. <laughs> and making that. my kids come to church. Yeah. So. And parents, we would encourage you, if yeah. you're not in the habit, we have teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, so we know what your struggles are, but... I feel that if kids are in our home, mm-hmm. then they are abiding by our rules. Yeah. And if the rule is our this this house goes to church mm-hmm. on Sunday, that's that's the rule to yeah. follow. And it might start as like, yeah, you're dragging your kid to church, yeah. but pray, like ask the Holy Spirit to soften their heart mm-hmm. because this is such an important habit. Mm-hmm. And you know, people might say, well, it's just a Sunday or just this week or whatever, but I think it's so important that yeah. we're instilling a habit. Yeah. Let's uh, so in that message you mentioned, we talked about uh, the Connect Row Impact, and I, I shared that what happens if we miss a step. Mm. So for example, uh, for connect, if we grow and we impact, mm-hmm. but we don't connect, then I believe we become distant disciples. Mm-hmm. And so what and what I mean by that is that we kind of like have Everyone arm's length, mm-hmm. so that when trials come, we don't know anybody's you, name, and you don't know any. We aren't connected. You don't have someone to look with towards nobody. to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So talk about that for a moment. It, whether it's an experience in your life, mm-hmm. or maybe you would caution somebody to not be that distant disciple that would mm-hmm. kind of hold the church at arm's length. And because sometimes people are like, okay, I go to the gym on Monday, mm-hmm. I go to church on Sunday, I go to work. Uh, and I need to go to the supermarket. And it's just kind of all checklist. Mm-hmm. But it's not really understanding the engagement and the connection of church. Mm-hmm. So help us understand how we can not be distant mm-hmm. followers of Jesus. Um, well, like I said, I think those three things go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't take that step to, you know, form those connections, like you've said, like you won't have people to turn to mm-hmm. when you're going through something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think coming into um just this corporate setting, mm-hmm. it connects us then to a life group. Mm-hmm. It connects us then to serving mm-hmm. and to going beyond just mm-hmm. kind of coming in and out, you know? So yeah. I think that's very important. And again, take that step. Yeah. That's one Sunday a month, two right. Sundays, yeah. and then you yeah. just keep growing, right. you know? Yeah. And and it'll. I think it'll start changing. changing I, I love our online and you lead that team. And mm-hmm. I, I, I've had people say, you know, they can go, they go camping and mm-hmm. they can still tune in. Mm-hmm. Our, you were out of town. You're able to watch our service. And yeah. I think that, I think that online probably needs to move to, especially now that we're kind of post COVID mm-hmm. online probably needs to move to the exception mm-hmm. uh, rather than like the rule. So right. it used to be like, you know, I remember a few years ago we, we had Easter at home because mm-hmm. it was COVID. We were in 
quarantine, whatever it was. And that was so weird to be at home. And we wake up on Easter morning. We're like, oh, we're not going anywhere. And we, of course, watch the services and we helped online, but it was like so, so weird. Yeah. But I wonder. um, I mean, a lot of those services became kind of turned it on. And I remember I would just be cooking breakfast. Do laundry and and hang out. the service on, you know. And then I was like, there was one point where I was like, no, we need need some physical connection, you know, because you can't just. The kids would just wake up and like go downstairs in their PJs or yeah. I'd be cooking and I would miss something. Yeah. You really weren't worshiping. <laughs> I found, if you didn't make it a priority, like it I wasn't working. I found when I've watched a service online, you know, maybe on a Wednesday or yeah. some random. And if I'm at home, mm-hmm. like I'm on my phone. Yeah, you're doing something else. And so you're just, I'm like <laughs> looking up sports scores while yeah. the, the past. And I'm yeah. like, what am I doing? I'm not like, I wouldn't yeah. do this if I was in service, but I'm doing it online because there's a disconnect. Yeah. And, so, and I think, you know, having it online is important. And, yeah. is, and you know, like I said, a lot of people, sure. if you physically cannot make it right. to church, yeah, like course. we have yeah. this available, yeah. but make it a priority to yeah. really be in person. Now, as we kind of wrap up, there's one one area I want to, we haven't really touched on that I want to, for a moment, kind of pick on. Mm-hmm. And that is, so we've talked about largely connecting with each other. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the important things about connecting weekly with your church is also the connecting with the, with the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. connecting with the Lord. So, can you explain a little bit about the? Again, it's not that you can't connect online or on some of those other spaces because yeah. we serve an omnipresent God; He's everywhere. But just the impact of connecting in with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. when you're among mm-hmm. other believers. Mm-hmm. Like, can can you explain maybe that for us? Yeah, I mean. Think of Acts, right? Okay. When the Holy Spirit falls yeah. on Pentecost, yeah. everybody was in yeah. one room right. together. Yeah. And I don't know that that could have been experienced a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> through a live, a stream live stream Pentecost or everybody in their own home <laughs> right. by themselves. Yeah. Like the Holy Spirit fell yeah. to that group, to that group of 120. And what happened after that? The yeah. church grew, right? Right, right. And so yeah. I, I think that that connection. I think if it's felt different, okay. um, yes, you can have, and I was baptized in the Holy Spirit yeah. by myself in my room, Okay, you know? Okay. Um, and so, yes, can it happen? Yeah. Can you have that connection with the Holy yeah. Spirit? Yes. Yeah. But there's also this, it's a different um, experience yeah. when you are together and yeah. you're experiencing the move of the Holy Spirit together. Yeah. Um, again, going back to Acts, like, um, I actually, I think you spoke about it in, in your message. Okay. In Acts 2, 42, 47, okay. right, when they're gathered, and it says in 43, <clears throat> sorry, 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, and to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Mm-hmm. Now, all the believers were together and held all things in common, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. they were together. Mm-hmm. They were experiencing all of this yeah. together. They were and connected. so, I think, you know... Doing it in a, a corporate setting with all of us, I think it's a different yeah, experience. And I then, um, you know, I keep saying at the at the end, every day the mm. Lord added to their numbers right. those who were being saved. That's good. Like I don't think when I read this uh, a couple of days ago, I don't think that could have happened if you were alone, right? Right. And yeah. not experiencing this together. Yeah. You know so. When you see the early church in Acts, you you nearly always find them together. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple occasions where maybe they separated and kind of, but even when they separated, like a disagreement mm-hmm. or whatever, some troubles followed. Yeah, and so uh, the early church was a good example of of 
and I'll bring something back that we talked about in our last episode about Christians. We like our comfort and our mm-hmm. convenience. Mm-hmm. And um, when you don't have to get the kids ready on Sunday morning, when you don't have to fix your hair mm-hmm. or even probably brush your teeth <laughs> to go watch online service, yeah. when it, it, it can become... Now, there are moments of sickness yeah. and... There's moments of, you know, just there's there's life. Like it happens. Mm-hmm. We're not judging or shaming anybody that would watch online. But I think when we choose in those moments comfort mm-hmm. and convenience over even something as simple as going and getting everyone ready to go to church, mm-hmm. then we choose ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that we miss out on some opportunities that I think God can use mm-hmm. to grow us in faith. And yeah. like in you know, like your team, because you oversee our worship teams as well and there's just something about worshiping. I mean, everything's worship. We know giving, <laughs> like, but yeah. I'm talking about specifically like w- through music. Yeah. There's something about worshiping together that you can't replicate. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if you have eight people in your house. Like yeah. it's hard to understand. Like if you're not worshiping together, like it's, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. what would you say to that person um, who, because again, let's talk, maybe we talked about some parents with teenagers, but let's maybe go younger. You have, yeah. we've, we've had younger kids. My kids are 10 years apart. <laughs> okay. 10 years apart. Uh, how would you t- encourage that young, that younger mm-hmm. mom or maybe the mom who has, you know, mm-hmm. a few kids to get ready for church? Mm-hmm. Does it start like on Thursday you to need get to ready plan. for Sunday? Okay. You need to plan. Okay. I mean, if you know that it's going to take you yeah. two hours to get ready, sure. you're not going to wake up an hour before service right. because you won't have time. That's true. So, I, you know, it's just a regular parenting uh, exercise, I yeah, would say, yeah, or like yeah. get, you know, plan your stuff okay. and wake up at, you wake up and get, so what Earlier. I would do okay. is I would get ready first, first. Okay. if my kids were still sleeping. Cause I think up. an excuse too is like, oh, we need to let them sleep. Yeah. It's a Sunday. Right. right. You get your Sunday nap. You sure. know? Right. Right. Um, but don't make that the excuse. Like right. you plan because you're the parent. Right. You're not going to blame it. I can't go to church right. because my kids weren't right. ready. Right. Uh, you're the one getting them ready. You know? <laughs> sure. So, sure. Yeah. so you, you know, you plan your day according and your timing according to how, what time you need to get to church, right. you know, and make it a priority for you yeah, as an yeah, adult. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know? And I believe God blesses obedience. I yeah. believe he blesses those steps. And I think that uh, when, I think he sees the faith mm-hmm. of a parent. Yeah. And so I think that those are, are great moments. And again, yeah. just to touch back on what we talked about, it is instilling really awesome habits mm-hmm. into your kids yeah. that I believe. And Proverbs tells us, train up a child in the way you should go, and when they're old, they mm-hmm. won't depart from it. Mm-hmm. And I believe and it, strongly and in that. Even if you're, let's say your spouse doesn't want to come to church. Yeah. I mean, I think okay. that's a big thing sure. where sometimes just the mom or the dad mm-hmm. wants to go to church and... I think it's going to take time, but you pray for your husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pray for your husband or your wife right. and don't be, gosh, can I say a nagger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, now you're speaking to your spouse. Yeah. I think to make them come and connect with the church, I think you take prayer first. Yeah. And don't make it an argument. Yeah, that's of good. Like, hey, I need to go to church, and right. you know, and then yeah. you start an argument. Right. They're gonna still hate church because of yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And they're never gonna join you. Yeah. Like you need to, you know. Sometimes maybe you say no to coming yeah. because you need to make sure that your spouse no, is good. fine. Um, so I think it's throughout our whole, like our spouses, our kids. Um, Take it to prayer, you know, and and really make that work. I think the big thing, and I'm glad you brought that up. um, I think the big thing for that wife or husband, whatever situation it looks like, is just to be consistent of 
like you said, don't nag, but yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Like, and don't, if you're trying to encourage them to follow you into something that you think is mm-hmm. a big uh, conviction in your mm-hmm. life, then you do that every week. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to, yeah. the moment you fall, they're going to be like, oh, see, it doesn't matter to you. Yeah. You don't need to go. Why do I need to go? Yeah. And so I love that. I yeah. love that. It starts with you, and I think they'll see that. Yeah. And it'll happen eventually. I love you that. You know, it'll happen eventually. That. So. Well, thank you for helping our mm-hmm. church connect in and for encouraging words today. Mm-hmm. Uh, any last things you want to share? Um, yes, actually. I was yeah. thinking, um, I know we, we read Acts 2. Sure. And then I just kept reading when I was reading it. Okay. And you get to Acts 3, mm-hmm. where Peter and John are going right. into the church. Yeah. And the lame man is sitting, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and I was like, I had never seen this. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, it says all that. So he got healed, right? right? He was asking for mm-hmm. money and he got healed. Right. And he went into the temple and mm-hmm. started praising. And everybody was like, oh, that was the guy that was mm-hmm. outside. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think we will miss those people yeah. if we are not coming in. So coming into the con- connecting into church, mm-hmm. we can't miss the people that are in need. Right. And I think we would we will see that yeah. when we are connecting in that's person. Because right. if you're home alone, who, who are you going to see? Right. That's true. You're not going to connect with everybody. Who knows if you come into church one day and the person next to you is like right. crying and that's having true. a hard time. And maybe you're there for a reason. That's true. You know, let's not miss that. And I think that's a very important thing of of coming together and connecting. Like, let's not be like these people that missed that's good. the guy that was begging outside of the church, that's you good. know, outside yeah. of the temple. They they missed it. That's good. So I was like, I God, that. I don't want to be someone know, that misses yeah. that. So yeah. I think coming together into, uh, you know, gathering together and worshiping together, I think we can see the need that's good. that is in our community. So. That's good. Yeah, I, and I was thinking, I, I just feel to, to mention that even people who are maybe living in sin or shame, mm-hmm. sometimes that's an easy group to disconnect because mm-hmm. they don't want to be seen. Yeah. And I would just encourage you, if you're living in that, like, the church is the best place for you to be mm-hmm. because, um, you know, we can't speak for every church, mm-hmm. but we know here we really do welcome people yeah. and walk with them. And I, it's not just even shame and sin. But I think it's even people walking in grief. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a number of just personal things happening for people in our church, even over the last few weeks, uh, loss of family, friends, like just some tragic things. Yeah. And that's often easy to hide. Yeah. Like I, I need to be by, my, by myself. I need to be on my own. But they've actually come in mm-hmm. and it's just been amazing to see them, to mm-hmm. pray for them, mm-hmm. to encourage them. And I actually was talking with somebody. I'm like, man, you know, are you are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. should you be home? And they're like, no, this is where I need to be. Yeah. Like, I, if if I was home by myself, like, I would just be a basket case. I wouldn't <laughs> know what to do. But this is where I need to be. And I, I love that because that's what the church should be, yeah. a safe space yeah. where we connect and we pray. Yeah. And so thank you so much, Candy. Of course. Well, this has been a great uh, treat to have Candy in front of the camera <laughs> today. We'll have her in more future episodes. I'm sure Maybe. she loves to hear that. <laughs> um, but uh, we are so grateful for you. Thank you for uh, watching and for sharing, for reviewing, uh, for sending this link to others. We want to encourage you to get connected. If you're in our area, we'd love to connect with you here. If you're not, find a good church where you're at to connect. And it is so important. And we believe strongly in impact because Jesus gave his life 
for the church. He mm-hmm. built the church. And so we believe so strongly in it. We'll see you next time as we look at our next step of our discipleship pathway of grow. Can't wait to share that with you. Have a great week. God bless. God bless.